What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. Today, I have another great show for you guys about networking. Today, we are talking about new construction, actually. We talk about the operational side of a flipping business, talk about going from flipping houses to new construction. And on the back end, after you negotiate the contract, everything like that, what does networking look like for, uh, for you in your business? So how do you make more money? How do you build your uh, net worth through networking? And I got a great uh, guest on the show today, Kent Mueller. He, uh, it was an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed it. And we talked a lot about um, new construction, how to build that network. So um, here he is. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, everybody. I'm really excited about today's show because I've got a good friend of mine and one of our Seven Figure Altitude members on with me. And we just got back from Cancun. So a lot of the things that we talked about there and some of the people that were presenting kind of brought some things to light. And this is the second episode of this networking series that we're doing. A lot of what people were talking about on the cruise was it's it's challenging and difficult to find deals right now. Um, it's really expensive on the construction side, all these different things. Like we're paying more money for deals, for leads, for for everything. And we want to figure out how to do uh, more with less potentially, like less spend. So kind of more of our time and building those relationships and networking and kind of surrounding yourself with other people who are like-minded folks, really good at what they do. Um, it's That's the difference between having a great business and having just like a, a good or okay business or, or one that's actually floundering in today's market. So I've got Kent Mueller with me today. We just got back from Cancun. He did an awesome presentation on new construction. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but uh, Kent, Kent, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bill. Um, and thanks for giving me this opportunity to talk about networking. Um, I'm in Indianapolis. My business partner, Niles Edwards. And um, our goal this year is to do 60 projects, broken down between um, 40 renovations, maybe 10 uh, wholesales and about 15 new builds. And currently we are on track. We've sold 11 year to date. Okay, that's pretty amazing. So uh, you guys are pretty new in the business, new partnership, right? And I yes. think you have a full-time job, don't you? That is correct. Yes. Okay. What about Niles? Does he have a full-time job? Niles is full-time in the business. Okay. So um, maybe we can talk a little bit about that as we get forward. We'll kind of see where we go. But um, I know a lot of folks that were there uh, this week in Cancun, they had full-time jobs and we're still doing really big things. I mean, that's not a small feat, right? Of what you guys are doing. Um, how did you guys grow that fast? So we started three years ago and in 18, we did three homes, uh, 19, we did seven. Last year, we did 17 with the goal this year at 60. And it all started um, us just doing one house at a sheriff sale. And after about three or four homes, we realized we had a business and Niles being the sales and the marketing side, wanted to get into um, the PPC, the direct mailing, and we started really scaling that uh, first quarter last year. And then we joined um, 7FF in May of last year. And our growth has just been phenomenal since then. Why, um, why, do, you, why do you think that is? Like, what, what was it that uh, like changed things just by like jumping into a group like this? 
Well, it's talk, the whole topic today is networking. It's being around like-minded individuals that have gone before you and helped you pave the, the road um, to get there quicker and try to be on guard for any um, loopholes or any um, caution areas. So it's just really helped us change a mindset more than anything. And that mindset change was more in myself, you know, to grow quicker than at the pace that I wanted to. So can I assume that Niles is the gas and you're the brake in the relationship that you guys have together? I would say Niles is the gas and I'm the clutch, not the brake. Just okay. the clutch to pause, you know, momentarily to take in what you have, digest it, and then kind of like what you said um, at the uh, event this week, be the pilot, not the passenger. When you take off on a plane, you're, you're full throttle. But about what, two, three minutes in, they ease off the throttle a little bit. And then about five minutes later, they give it more thrust. So that is my style of business. I like that, actually. I've never heard that before, the clutch. So uh, for those of you that uh, don't even know what a stick shift car is or what a clutch is, um, you're pushing that clutch in basically to shift gears. So I think it's a great kind of metaphor because you're either you know shifting up in gear to go faster or sometimes you're downshifting to kind of take a pause or, or slow down. And that clutch is just that, that time in between as you're changing gears to kind of look around and say, hey, is this the right direction that we need to go? Because from what I hear and know about Niles, it's all gas all the time and uh, <laughs> might, need, might need a little cl clutch to shift gears. And I've seen that in, we have a uh, very like daredevil type uh, profiles in our uh, mastermind group and folks that just go, go, go. I mean, I worked for one for a long time who owned this company, Justin Williams, and I've never seen a daredevil profile like that. It was just all go all the time. Tons of ideas, um, never pausing, great at delegating, um, great at seeing the big picture. I'm um, just not great at actually where the rubber meets the road of um, of the details and things like that. And sometimes right. we just need to uh, take a pause, look around and say, almost like filter the ideas and some of the things that, that are planned. Because if you're the, you say you're the operational guy, so you're the guy that's got to execute all of it, right? That is correct. Okay. So networking inside the group is huge. Um, the mindset shift and being able to just like, honestly, at 17, you guys were probably thinking, wow, this is like, this is this is great. We're, we're crushing it. We're, we are doing more than the majority of people around us. And then you get in a room with people that are doing a couple hundred and 60 doesn't seem so far off, I would guess. Correct. I mean, one of the things that we were, Jesse, when we heard his speech and doing 80 homes a year and his average uh, flip time was three weeks. Uh, how do we get there? And um, last year we were at 182 days average. And so far this year, we're down to 143 days. So it's just being challenged mentally. If somebody else can do it, trying to find out the systems and the process that they can do and, and to implement it into our business. Okay, so on the last show, we talked about um, marketing for deals, kind of networking for marketing, how we actually talked a lot about the, uh, the start with why type stuff. Vaughn, I interviewed Vaughn Bethel, he's in South Carolina and now in Central Florida as well. But he, he wasn't at Cancun. He had no idea. We were just like speaking the same language. It was like other people that believe what you believe, uh, surrounding yourself with the right people, all this stuff. We talked about a lot of what we talked about on Wednesday night uh, in Cancun. Well, what I want to do is I want to shift, since you're the operational guy on the back end, and just kind of talk a little bit about how networking has shaped uh, the, like almost like the fulfillment side of your business. So the, the new construction that you're doing, the renovations, those kind of things. Um, you mentioned the pre-show a little bit of, Networking has kind of driven your business. So how has that happened and, and what could you share with some others to help them do the same? Um, 
when I look at our business and our growth of our business, networking has been the foundation um, from finding our contractors, finding our realtors, finding our deals. And it, it, it goes with say, without saying that when we have asked these people questions, we came to them saying, hey, would you help us? We don't know what we're doing. Do you know somebody that I need to know? And people were so kind enough to refer us to somebody else. Like for example, last year, we did not even have any new construction projects and we didn't even think of it. We bought a duplex and a lot. And we had already taken a lot of homes down to studs. So we considered why not just go into, try a new build construction. All we need is the foundation, the lumber package and a framework. So uh, we bought a lot last July, last June, and we uh, broke ground in November. And that house is about ready to go on the market in about a week or two. And we've learned a lot through that process. Um, it's not going to be that great from a margin standpoint, but it was free education. But during this process, we met the Hardy Siding guy who referred us to uh, another framer that we reduced our cost. We talked to that framer. He referred us to somebody else, you know, for drywall or interior painting. And it's just being kind enough asking these people, hey, can you help us? Do you know someone I need to talk to? And they've been more than willing to help. You know, it's kind of, when we talk about networking, when we, when we put their interests first and when we care about them and, you know, it's just not a business transaction, but we find out about them and their likes and dislikes and how their company and our company can meld together, then it becomes more of a partnership than a business transaction. And that is how our business has really exploded is by just all those relationships. Um, two weeks ago, we had a sewer lateral issue and within an hour and a half, somebody referred me to a company that in 12 hours later, I had a contract and 24 hours later, they were doing the work without a W-9, without any credit check or anything, all just by referrals. And that is what networking has been doing. You know, one thing that I pulled out of that is in the beginning, you see you buy a lot and you say, well, why not do new construction? It can't be that much different than what we were already doing. And then you said our margin isn't as good on that one as we'd want. But um, I'm interested because let, let's talk about how many. So ha, let me ask this question. How many other new constructions do you have going on right now? So we currently have 12 new construction projects. Going on. Okay. So let's, let's dig into that a little bit. So we did one to check out and see if we can do it. And I'll be honest. I've, I've wholesaled a lot of lots. I've uh, split, we split um, a property down in Pensacola that had a flip that we were doing and we slid it into multiple lots and we sold off the lots because I was actually scared to do new construction. Like I was like, I don't know how to do it. It seems a little bit scary to me. Let me leave it to the, the pros and I'll make $10,000 or $15,000 on this lot and they can go make the 50, 80, 100,000 or whatever they make on the new construction. And part of it was because I didn't really know who to talk to or who to trust in that. And I, if I go to a builder, I know that they're going to build it for pretty close to what I can sell it for theoretically. And there's not a huge margin for me. So you guys did one and you said the margin wasn't that big. So what is, what do you think the margin will be on that first one? Cause I, I want to take this somewhere. We'll take, we'll probably make maybe $20,000 on that first um, project. Okay. Making $20,000. What is, what are the next, you have all these other new construction projects. What do those look like? House number two, 
we should be making about 60 to 70,000. House number three, potentially 100,000. Houses four through set, uh, four through eight, about 35 to 40,000 a piece. And then houses nine through 12, about 75,000 a piece. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm fair at math, but you're somewhere in the five to $600,000 range. May, actually, maybe more with the hundred, probably like $700,000 range. Correct. Uh, with all of those projects. So uh, make 20 for an education and a mindset shift that this can, be, this can happen. Um, are those projects more uh, difficult and challenging to manage or less challenging to manage than a full-on gut rehab that you've been doing? Overall, a new build construction is a lot easier to manage, but it's a lot longer of a, a time span, about eight to nine months. On a new build construction, there is more front-end work that is the time-consuming. And once you break ground, if you have your systems in place and your contractors lined up, it's smooth sailing after that. There's, there rarely are any unknowns. So you can systematically stack your contractors. Okay, so a little bit easier to manage once you break ground. Uh, so significantly easier to manage than all the what ifs, the contingencies, those kind of things. Usually the contingencies are up front. So what is the soil like? What is the ground when you start digging? These kind of things, problems, issues that come up, uh, zoning, um, all, all that stuff, dealing with the city, permitting, all, all those kind of things. So once you have that stuff done, then it's easier process. And so who listening to this would take a $20,000 profit for their first one um, and you'd be a little bit scared and not sure how it was going to go. And then $700,000 over the next year of easier work than you were already doing. I mean, it sounds like a no brainer to me, but it's still for me, this shift that I have to make in my mind of I've never done it. I can't do it. I'm not sure how to do it. And then, like you said, finding the person who does, like who already knows how to do that stuff. Link up with them. And when I spoke in Cancun on this, this topic, it's, it's, I said, if somebody wants to go into this, expand your network now, start asking the questions, talk to your realtor, talk to your, your uh, current subs, just start asking the questions and finding out who should I be talking to and building that network. And it makes it so much easier down the road. I, we're still encountering new things as we're doing uh, new builds in different cities and different requirements. But it's just knowing who I can call to get that question answered has been very, very beneficial. Yeah, it's incredible. I talked about kind of when we when I was flying and teaching kids, uh, students how to fly, I shouldn't call them kids. We're not supposed to call them kids anymore. So teaching students how to fly, these student naval aviators or military aviators, they start with this like small box in the beginning that they, they their comfort level, all their their um, experience level, all that stuff. And you kind of expand your box over time and start filling it with new tools, different emergency procedures, different experiences. They mess up a couple of times. They learn from it. Same thing with us in business. And our box kind of expands to our, and our comfort level grows. And the different things and different tools in our tool belt that we have then, we can decide um, what we're capable or comfortable doing. And as we grow and expand, like you guys, you're adding another tool in your tool belt. So when you're going to talk to these sellers or you see an opportunity, you have another solution that you can use, another tool that you can use to figure out if it works for you. And your box gets a little bit bigger. And next thing you know, you're, you can have conversations and see things differently than everybody else. So if, if somebody's out there flipping houses right now, what would you recommend? Like, who are the people that they should talk to first? You, you mentioned expand your network now. So where does that start? And what specifically should they be looking to do 
um, like kind of step-by-step, step, how would you recommend that they get going in new construction potentially? Um, we rely on our realtors a lot. And our realtor has, our two realtors have been great sources for uh, who should we be talking to. Um, secondly, finding a land consultant that really has an in with the city uh, to get uh, permits approved. And what do you need, what steps need to be, take place ahead of time? Because that, that is where about 45 to 60 days are invested. Um, utilizing your current subs, that, that is an untapped resource. Get to know them, ask them if who they know. Um, and just talk to people. Anywhere, anybody you come across, just talk. Hey, I'm looking at building a new home. Do you know anybody that is a framer? Do you know anybody that is a roofer, a drywaller? Um, all of us have electricians, HVACs, um, plumbing, but it's just who, what lumber company should I partner with? What framer should I partner with? What foundation company should I partner with? And then the land consultant. Those are just really the four things if you're on the renovation side that you need to expand your network in. And how do you, like, how does the realtor get excited about helping you on these and putting different people in touch? Are you, are you paying them on the listing? Are you letting them have the listing? Like, what does that look like? We have two realtors and yes, we, they will get the listing and we've negotiated rates down low with them because of the amount of volume, but they know what is in that area. They know what, finishes we should have. They know kind of from a design standpoint if we are uh, going down a wrong track. And then they also know in their network who is a good builder, who is a good framer um, through their pool of agencies. And are these really experienced agents? Like what, what, what would I look for if I was in the market to try to find some of these folks and where would I look? Um, it depend on, depends on the area where these homes are going. One of them, one of our areas and agent is in a very trendy area. So we try to look at the houses that they have listed and the, our particular realtor, her husband's a builder as well. So we've been very fortunate through that network that she has built homes with her husband. And so she kind of knows what every neighborhood needs and is, is looking for. So we try to match what is already there. We don't try to be the Lone Ranger in this area. And what about those land consultants? Like, where do you find somebody like that? How do they get paid? What do they do? Um, we found ours through another network of ours. Um, it's just, um, there are companies that will permit for you. And it usually is about $750, but they're, you can do any Google search for them, but there are companies out there that will take you through the whole permit process. You just got to find the right one that has an in and that can place the value in you to speed the process along. And would you ask those folks questions like um, before you bought the, the lots and properties and stuff like that, like to kind of get to know the area a little bit and pick their brain? Or is it just like call them right when I have a lot that I'm buying and you already knew what the value was and things like that? We kind of already know the value, but that's where we kind of rely on our realtor before we buy it. Um, hey, this is what we're thinking, this is the price of the home, these are the type of finishes, will the ARV support it? 
So what we have done is we kind of work backwards. If we know what our ARV is, we kind of know what our costs are, then we can see what our lot, what we can pay for the lot, and then what our gross profit is. So we don't work, so we work backwards when it comes to this. But yes, you do need to know what zoning the lot is, because if you have to go through rezoning, that adds about six weeks um, and additional cost for that. Um, you need to know about utilities, if they're on site or if they have to do street cuts um, and the additional cost for those. So uh, six weeks for rezoning, I'm just gonna throw out, this is a very specific per area. So um, depending on what your area is, what your city is like, is it open right now? Is it still closed with the coronavirus? The timelines for your area might change uh, if you're listening to this. So I have no idea what the zoning time in California is like uh, or a lot of other places, but we're going through some of this stuff right now with some larger land developments to try to convert from agricultural over to residential zoning, things like that. And it can take uh, a long time depending on what you're doing. So um, so land consultants, and that's the biggest thing. I, I think that's, that's huge. Somebody else who knows the big picture of what's happening and can walk you through it and hold your hand. And I think don't be afraid to ask them specific questions and learn. Like, I, I don't like to just pay people because then I have to continuously pay them. But if I can start learning from them, I start to you know, absorb some of that information. It's not a direct... Uh, like one-to-one -one in what we're doing, but we're planning all, I'm planning all these crops, right? At the farm that I bought. And I hired a consultant to come in and, and I'm paying. And it was from networking. It was somebody that I know that I've worked with before in a nonprofit. And she had somebody come into her parents' farm, like backyard and do a, a half acre farm for them. And she recommended the guy to me, talked to him on the phone. The dude, he's been doing this for 30 years. I have no idea what I'm doing. So he's coming in. And the cool thing is that I'm sure you see, Kent, is he can get me the materials and source all of that stuff for way cheaper than I could if I just went to Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, a, a regular um, uh, garden center and bought trees and plants and all the materials that I needed. He's actually paying for himself and saving me more money by paying him than I would if I went out and bought retail stuff. So I'm sure the land consultant, all the other folks that you work with now, they're actually like paying that for their consulting fee is actually saving you money or breaking even by leveraging those people that are around you. So this guy, same thing. And now he's teaching me exactly what I need to know. So next year he's needed less, the year after that he's needed much less. And then we can run this thing on our own with somebody that we hire in-house as like a manager. And very similar to probably what you'll be able to do after all of this. And, and to that point, Bill, when, when you're asking those questions and learning the process, you know what to do on the second house or the third house so that you're constantly saving time. And that is where the value comes so that you don't have to keep going back to your designer. You don't have to keep going back to the survey company, changing the plot plan and different things. That's where the value comes by asking the questions, oh, they need this added to the plot plan. Okay, now I know next time. And, that, and it's worth the value. Yeah, I, it's, it's so interesting, isn't it? You, you make $20,000. I love your comment. Like that's a learning experience. We're not making as much as we want. The margins aren't there, but we learn a ton. Uh, I think about that all the time. For these first time flippers, they're so scared or wholesalers or anybody. So I'm, I'm afraid to go out there and do this thing because I'm not going to make 40 or 50 or $60,000. It's like break even, make 10 grand, make 20 grand, do it. The difference between zero and one for you guys specifically, that zero new construction to one new construction. Now you have the belief that you can do it. You took more action. You continue to build that. It worked well for you. You said, I can see 
this being successful in the future. Let's, let's do more of this. If it didn't work out well for you and you guys hated it, then you wouldn't continue to do it. But that leap from doing none to doing one is so big. And the, the belief pattern that we have in our head is really what propelled you to do, you know, dozens of these things now. And for those that are listening that are still kind of like plugging along and having trouble getting that first deal, it really is that mindset change from zero to one. We, Adam Whitney was on this podcast a couple of weeks ago and he went, took six months to do that first deal. And now he's got like four done and five done. He's knocking on my door at the event saying, I want to move up to altitude. I want to move up to altitude. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was like, get, get these things done. Like get yourself to your 10 deals, get consistent, get, build a foundation, talk to me in a month. Let's see where you are. But you can see how it just kind of explodes once that belief pattern changes, because you take more action, you see more results, and that pattern continues to go on. So really cool stuff. Um, any last kind of thoughts on networking or, or anything else that you guys have done in the business that you think would be uh, helpful to the listeners? Um, just a kind of a motto that I kind of live by, and your network equals your net worth. And it doesn't go the opposite way, because when you network, you're putting other people's interests first. You're you're asking them, you're finding out about them. And then as you grow your network, your net worth will grow with it. Yeah, I love that. And I'll say, if you authentically care about other people and they see that, then there's this, there's this law of reciprocity that they're gonna wanna do something nice for you in return. Yeah. And it's not, if you go into it, like what can you do for me? Um, that you're not a very good networker. If you show up and say, I need, I need, I want, I want. When people see that you truly care about helping them, and it is, it really is like you're helping that. Yeah, the framer is going from, you know, $12 to $5 for you guys, but you are helping give that person jobs, opportunities. The, the realtor is taking a, a lower commission because they want to work with you. They want to see you succeed because they know they'll succeed as well. And they really do believe that you have their interests at heart. We talked about that on the last podcast. We talked about it in Cancun. If you really, true, if people truly believe that you're not out for self-gain, then they are going to want to continue to work with you and continue to be in your circle. And I think that's the most important thing that we can remember as business owners and leaders is truly care about other people and you'll have, you'll be, you'll be fine. Like things, yeah. things will come back. You will do really, really well in this business. And those that are, you know, just out for, out for self-gain, uh, very transactional in life and business, um, they're not going to get very far. And they might make a little bit of money in the beginning. They might make some money over time, but ultimately uh, they're gonna, it's going to catch up to them big time. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Kenneth, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, what are some ways that, that people can, uh, can get a hold of you? Maybe they want to buy a brand new construction house in Indianapolis. <laughs> Maybe they want to find uh, somebody to, to lend money to, be partners with. Like, What are you guys looking for and how can uh, folks be a part of it? Um, people can reach me at MuellerAvon at gmail.com. I was telling Bill earlier, yes, I finally got a Gmail account. I'm not an AOL person anymore. Or 317-430-6780. I'm more than happy to uh, help and give you our Gantt charts and, you know, costing and, you know, steps that we've learned along. It, it's a fun process. Um, it, it, I understand what you were saying, Bill. It's it's a mind shift change. It's, you know, and you've seen the amount of rehabs that we did that we took them down to studs. So it's, we only had, like I said, three or four things. So all we had to do is get over those three or four things mindsets and then just learn. And um, it, it, it is fun. 
it is fun. And that's what I love about this is that before in these areas, it was just a piece of dirt. And now we're transforming the communities with brand new homes. Yeah, I love it. I can't believe you gave your phone number out on the podcast. We'll see how that goes. Um, hey, maybe I'll ring. Yeah, maybe it will. Maybe some people <laughs> want to network with you. And uh, so we talked about the, the seven-figure altitude group. We talked about the runway group a little bit, talked about Cancun, all the places. And we're talking about networking. So like what better place to network than with folks just like us? Like we brought Kent on the podcast. We brought Fawn on the podcast, a couple other folks. The majority of our podcast uh, guests are are members of our mastermind group. And we would love it if you have some things to share. Some uh, I would love to have you, if you believe what we believe, if you hear this and are like, man, I want to network with these folks. Uh, we'd love to have new people come in and share some of the things that they're doing. Because you're probably doing something that some of us aren't and we don't know about. And every time we bring a new member in, like Kent, for example, or Vaughn, or some of these other folks, they're doing something that's kind of mind-blowing and helps the whole group, the collective group that we have is so powerful. So Kent mentioned his growth and the mindset change and stuff. And that wasn't because of me or my talks at the event. It was because of all the people that he was networking with at these events and uh, in the Facebook group and, and on our you know, monthly calls and things like that and in the accountability groups. So we'd love to invite you to have you guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I want to be a part of that or figure out if I'm a good fit and we're a good fit for you, just go to sevenfigurealtitude.com. You can fill out an application and check it out. So the number sevenfigurealtitude.com uh, check it out. We'd love to have you at the next event that we're doing in July in Park City, Utah. Uh, meet you, get to know you. And um, and now you have Kent's phone number. So you got one of the folks that you can contact. But we got a lot of really great people in the group. And uh, we'd love to kind of connect you, network with them and see what that does for your net worth. And that's really it. Like we're looking to find freedom. Our goal at Seven Figure Flipping is to figure out what your freedom goal is and how can we help you get there. Put you in the right room, meet the right people, uh, network with those folks, give you the tools. Uh, we have some really cool surprises for um, uh, in store for uh, the July event. I, we're inviting somebody. Uh, I'll probably announce it here in a little bit, but it's going to be really cool. Uh, we've got something uh, big in store for our members, and it's going to be exciting. So go to seven. First step is go to sevenfigureoutsin.com, fill out an application, and uh, you can talk to us and see if we're the right fit. If we're not, um, and you're not ready for for altitude, then we'll just give you a couple steps uh, to that we think that you can take, whether it's free resources. Um, some uh, cheaper stuff that we have to get you ready and get you up to that level. So uh, until then, I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Thanks, Kent. Thanks, Bill. Bye. Have a good one. What if you could raise $500,000 of private capital in the next 30 days to fund your real estate deals? How would that change your business? How would that change your life? I've put together a 30-day challenge that will walk you through how to get access to all the private funding you'll ever need at incredibly low interest rates on your terms when you need it. It's called the 500K Challenge. This is the same system I've used to raise over $15 million the past few years. And you're not just going to learn how to raise it. You're going to actually start finding this money yourself within the next 30 days as you go through the challenge. This is the single most important skill any real estate investor needs to have, whether you're flipping houses, buying multifamily properties, wholesaling, or anything else. Jump in and start raising private money now at 500kchallenge.com. I'll see you guys on the inside.